A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Hello, this is Pablo Savoleta. This is Troy Dini. This is Kevin Phillips. This is Jürgen Klopp, and you're listening to The Big Interview with Graham Hunter. Thank you, Jürgen. I travelled to all these interviews from Barcelona and our socios, our beloved members, keep us on the road. This independent podcast would not happen without them. Please go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter right now to become a socio, to become one of our members and get an extra big interview every month plus loads of bonus content. So go to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash Graham Hunter and we'll bring you joy Hello this is Martin Gregg from Backpage and you're listening to our monthly Q&A on the big interview with Graham Hunter we're sitting in the Marriott Hotel in Bournemouth. You can probably hear the waves lapping in the background. If you look in the, the distance, just over my right shoulder, Graham, peripheral vision. You'll see the Isle of Wight, the chalk cliffs of the Isle of Wight. It's a bluff. <laughs> you completely made that up. Also, it's very exciting to me when I'm down this part of the world and you see the chalk cliffs because they're utterly unbelievable. It's so inspiring when you're flying out to Britain and you see the little white teeth of the bottom end of the south coast smiling at you. Brilliant. It's been an amazing day because we spoke to uh, quite an amazing young man in Ryan Fraser at Bournemouth. Yeah, it's been an uplifting day because it's, it's more evidence of the reason we chose to do this in the first place um, because we felt that football had better stories to tell, footballers had better images to give of themselves. And predominantly, I, I guess people are listening to this Q&A, and thank you very much for engaging with us and being there, being socios. But people are there because they find it as um, interesting as we do, and footballers kind of talk in a way that is unusual for them, or open up things. It's just anecdotes or personality traits that we didn't know about. And it wouldn't really matter if we'd been speaking to, you know, um, you know, a fishing tycoon or a golf club manufacturer or I don't know, politician even. Mm. Their their venture. 
Because when you connect, listening to them t tell stories about their life or their attitudes or experiences, it's just a human connection. So, yeah, Ryan was, was extremely interesting, extremely bright and articulate. And as a Aberdonian, um, I'm quite proud of him. And it was a pleasure to spend such a long time in his company. Just to update you on the release, of Ryan Fraser. We think the part one is going to go out on February the 5th, part two on February the 7th, so keep an eye out for that one. Um, let's go on to the questions. These questions, as ever, come in from our socios at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter. Graham, we're going to start with an audio question sent in from one of our regulars. Here's Taylor from China. Hi, Graham, Neil, and everybody at Backpage. Um, it's Taylor here from Shenzhen, and my question for you this month revolves around Frankie de Jong, um, the creative midfielder coming from Ajax to Barcelona. How do you feel he'll fit into the system? What do you think his role's going to be? Um, I've been a fan of him for a little while after seeing him play for Ajax. And I also noted that he's incredibly versatile, can play in the back um, as that kind of ball-playing uh, defender. Um, so, yeah, just wondering about what you think he'll uh, bring to the Barcelona team and how he might kind of change the dynamic and maybe add a um, different uh, different level. Will he kind of be the Denis Suarez that they hoped that they hoped Denis Suarez would be? Um, so yeah, thank you for the hard work. Um, looking forward to hearing your answer to my question. Before you answer that one, Graham, Shane Hurley also posted at patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter about the young. Shane says, is Barcelona's purchase of the young a sign that the board are rebuilding the squad with Barca DNA and La Masaya graduates? Or was this just a case of we can't let PSG get him? So can you talk a bit about to Taylor and Sean about the strategy behind this transfer that Barca announced a 75 million euro plus 11 million in options, and also how the player might function in the team? I was over in Amsterdam at the same time as um, Bartomeu, the president, Eric Abidal, the director of football, and Oscar Gra, the chief executive officer. And I spent a little bit of time uh, last week at the film festival where we were showing Take the Ball speaking to people who are sort of pretty involved in, in Dutch football and you know we didn't have an argument but we did have to discuss Frankie de Jong and whether he's ready or what it'll be like if he is handed a lot of responsibility in the Barca team and we got to the conclusion, certainly it's my conclusion that without any question he has the technical ability he looks a special player because of his positioning and use of space either with um, how he directs other players into space or how he uses the ball he's also a risky player he takes sort of creative risks uh, that open up a game I think it's really early um, I think it's very very early you can't afford to say <clears throat> if we're an ambitious club that wants to play a particular way let's not take a risk when you see Paris Saint-Germain and Manchester City eminently willing to pay the right price. I think that although Mark Overmars, who's the sort of sports director of Ajax, was playing with his Ajax pants on, there's no doubt that he has said uh, this is a decent Barcelona era, you're going to a club that, you, that will accommodate your playing style. I think Overmars has had a, an, an impact on this. So is the fact that um, Barcelona so dramatically up their bid and their contract offer to Frankie de Jong. Um, it, it's, it's patently the case that he plays in a manner whereby, even though the English Premier League is, is completely different to the Eredivisie and La Liga, and a good deal more rapid, 
um, playing for Pep in a Pep system for as long as he was at City would definitely have been a more than adequate move for this guy. Barca seems the best fit. I think the attraction of playing with Messi for De Jong is part of the overall package. I'll be absolutely agog to find out how quickly he can up his decision-making, up his physical robustness and how quickly he can adapt to the speed of play in La Liga whereby it's not as harem scarum as the Premier League but the ball is moved more rapidly, players think more rapidly, the quality of opponent compared to Eredivisie is going to go up for Frank de Jong. What is very exciting and interesting is which of the Barcelona midfielders they retain because I think they have to sell by the summer at least in order to get to a balance given the outlay of 120 something on Dembele and 140 something on Coutinho and now I mean the Euros here 85 90 on um, on the young and, and more to come but if they maintain for example uh, Rakitic and Artur then you can see De Jong having a party with them two guys around him Busquets is clearly um not for sale and he's got a new contract but it, it strikes me that while De Jong you know, has been able to play a, a sweeper role um, he has been able to play in an attacking midfield role he's probably good enough to play off the striker too, he's so talented the, the most sort of sensible role to think of him in is, is Busquets role, so I wonder whether Busquets maybe gets rested a little bit more with De Jong there, we'll see it, that's for the manager to Interpret, but I close by saying that it's really exciting when somebody who talks about La Liga or broadcasts about La Liga to think that we're working in a time when Dembele is there, Vinicius Junior is is remarkable. I mean, genuinely jaw dropping the level of decision making and maturity he's got outside the pace and power at that age. It's remarkable. So to watch. Vinicius and Dembele coming through at a time when Ronaldo's gone and Messi's going to turn, whatever, 32 in June. That's already fantastic. And if you throw in the fact that Madrid are trying to buy Mbappe and Neymar wants to leave Paris Saint-Germain this summer, you know, there could be special things happening in the Liga. But at a time when they've spent, whatever, 300 Barcelona have on um, Coutinho and Dembele, there comes Franca de Jong for 85 in Euros. There's going to be a lash out by Real Madrid on, let's say, if they get Hazard or Mbappe or try for Neymar again. There's 500 million of deals that have been made or will be made on a handful of big foreign players at a time when Villarreal sells Samuel Castillejo for buttons to Milan. Pablo Fornals looks like he's about to have his buyout clause um, met, um, if it hasn't been met already. Um, from, from Villarreal again, um, Fabian left. Each of these guys, just Casalejo and Fornals and um, Fabian are far too young to be leaving for the good of La Liga and for the good of the clubs. They've gone at bargain basement prices. And I think it's what you call a trade deficit. If wonderful foreign players are coming in for gigantic prices and really talented young Spaniards are going away for 25 quid, then there's a problem. So. Overall, in life, you can't get everything, but as a, a broadcaster and a storyteller, the fact that De Jong's come to La Liga, whether it's Barcelona or not, is, is pretty tantalising, pretty exciting. 
Okay, let's take a break. We'll be back with more of your questions after this. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, now an audio question from our friends and sponsors at Bet365. Here's Steve Freeth talking Champions League. Good up. Graham, Pep's Man City are favourites above Barcelona in the outright betting for the Champions League. Do you agree with that? My honest opinion is it's a very tight-run thing on that because I definitely accept that both of those uh, clubs are capable of winning the Champions League. But I've said to all of the socios, to you, Martin, to Steve... Since the summer, I don't think this is City's Champions League winning season. I, I'm, I'm, I'd be perfectly happy to be proven wrong. And I'm not saying it in the means of just forget it, can't happen. That's, that's not true. Pep said something really interesting this season. And it does make it definitive because he'll be trying his little bollocks off to, to win the Champions League. Manchester City isn't yet a club where the fans demand that you win the Champions League and that, you, that it's the holy grail. They want to win the title again. He says, so do I, and the title's more important. And then the papers kind of r- reported it as, like, now Pep's blaming the fans for it. Having lived in um, Spain for so long, having been obsessed with European football as an Aberdeen fan, I get what he's saying, in that the, the great clubs that win in Europe tend to have an atmosphere around them whereby European football is... In the DNA, it's vital. It's regarded as um, a crowning achievement. And I don't think that while the owners at City, I'm sure, want the um, the kudos and the money that come with winning the Champions League, I I don't feel that there's enough of a pressure on the players. Because in this big interview series, we, we have gathered from players that atmosphere, that fan behaviour, that, that fan support, does register and does make 
a scintilla of difference. And therefore, if the draw goes with City, and I think City's draw ain't too bad. Um, by memory, I'm sorry that I haven't plucking the team straight out of the top of my head. Um, but the, the, the fact is that my suspicion is that City probably need a little bit more percolating over a season or two before they win it. There you go. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. As far as um, Barcelona's concerned, Steve, while obviously we'd expect uh, City to progress at Schalke's um, expense, um, and when they go to whatever the Ruhr Valley or Gelsenkirchen, wherever, Schalke are up in that like mad little hard-working industrial part of Germany, and I haven't checked to see what Pep's results with Bayern Munich were there, but they're going to be, it's going to be ferocious, it's going to be hard work, but City are good enough, so they should clear that hurdle. And Football Club Barcelona will beat Lyon, they'll go through again. And I think that Barcelona are equipped to win the Champions League, they're no way a stick-on, because there are two or three things that they don't do well yet, which is closing the flow of balls into the box, particularly the six-yard area. And aerially, they're not marking the men or picking up their runners properly. And even though Anistel Valverde is resting Leo Messi more in the Copa del Rey uh, this term, at the advice of everybody who knew anything about football, and then ultimately about Carlos Puyol, who said, listen, <laughs> Barca's too obsessed with the Copa del Rey, that's the reason you fall over in March and April when sides can outrun you and outmuscle you. So there's been player resting that tells you that Barcelona are desperate to win the Champions League and I make them better favourites than Manchester City. Um, I'm willing to put my £1.50 where my mouth is, Steve, if that's a wager, boing, boing. The one thing I would add is that I, I'm enjoying watching uh, Barcelona this season and I think that they're playing within themselves. So while I told you ages ago, Stevie, that I thought Liverpool could get back to the final, while I said that I thought Real Madrid had no chance because you just can't win it four times in a row, the buggers are coming to, coming to the boil again. They're getting players back fit. They have a tie that they should win. <laughs> You're like... I take it back, I'm not ruling them out, there you go. Um, and let's see the slugfest between um, Juventus and Atleti, because that will be like broken noses, bitten ears, all that kind of stuff. And then maybe the winner comes through, absolutely knackered, or maybe the winner comes through and says, once I got rid of this lot, I can go all the way. But no, Barcelona should be short of favourites than City are. Another audio question now, here's, here's our socio Ian Gardner, who has assigned you a scouting mission. Dib, dib, dib. Attitude and whether Solari or he wins the power battle. With Asensio, it's quite different. Well put together brain, decent family, well brought up. Definitely has the talent to make him special, but has he got the mentality and the, the nous to be special more regularly? That, that's something that's an incognito. Another audio question now. Here's, here's our socio, Ian Gardner, who has assigned you a scouting mission. Dib, dib, dib. Hi, Graham. Given you have expertise in covering La Liga and an active interest in Scottish football, what do you make of Celtic's chances of overcoming Valencia in the Europa League? And which players in particular should Celtic fans look out for as potential danger men? 
it, it's, a, it's a different answer um, this season than I would have could have possibly given you in the summer, Ian, because um, Valencia have been hugely surprising. And, and in the funny way that football journalism can be, the, the, the disappointment in seeing Valencia underperforming has kind of been balanced by the remarkable way in which the club have stuck by Marcelino, their coach, and Marcelino has stuck by his completely mis misfiring strikers. And it was an incident, Ian, I hope you watch us on the La Liga television part of 11 Sports. So if you did, you'll remember the, the moment. But if you didn't, and those who are listening that didn't, Valencia's season has been horrible. They've drawn far too many games. They don't concede many goals. They don't get beaten too often. But they're ludicrously in the wrong part of the league for a club that's still in huge debt and whose stated financial requirement, not objective, is to qualify for the Champions League every single year for 20 years or something. They're not going to do that this season and they've been playing mysteriously, stalely, with the strikers finding new and increasingly less hilarious ways to miss chances. Yet Marcelino is stuck by Rodrigo. And they're 1-0 down at, at Celta to something of a comedy goal. And um, young Ferran Torres, who is a, a diamond of a player like Carlos Soleres, scores, I think, the goal of the weekend in La Liga. Left side cross to the back post. Celta player gets up, heads it on through the second stick. And Torres takes it down on his chest and drifts it across the keeper off the outstep of his right foot in a finish that Messi or Aidan Hazard or anybody you care to name would be ultra proud of. So the fact that this is, I think, a 20-year-old kid in a pressure situation, good enough already. Then a nice winning goal from Rodrigo where the nice part of it is that it's brilliantly made by Camero's movement and Captain Danny Parejo's instant pass back to Camero to square for Rodrigo to tap in. The scenes when that happens, the unity, everybody dashing towards the manager and the subs and the bench, Marcelino going ecstatic about, well done, my boy, I, you see what happens, I told you you could do it, all that nonsense. When the final whistle goes, Rodrigo falling flat on his face and crying into the turf in sheer relief. So, Ian, you probably know already that Celtic are facing a side that have had an extraordinary loss of personality, um, Kondobi in the middle of the pitch has been pretty permanently injured or out of form. Coquelin's uh, in two weeks, looks great, out four weeks. Geddes has an operation which means that whether he's fully fit or not for either of the ties against Celtic, he isn't going to be match up, I don't think. Santimina and Rodrigo um, and Camero have at various stages this season looked as if they've forgotten how to, where the goals are, never mind how to spell it or put the ball in the net. And therefore, Celtic have an opportunity. This is not like um, when Villarreal and their league position made it look as if Rangers had, had a hope of beating them, which clearly there was a hope of beating them. Villarreal came and played a brand of football at Ibrox, I think, that it was very hard for Rangers to get the ball back off them. They used the ball quite well. They missed, I think it can be missed, a hatful of chances. And Villarreal, in my opinion, still showed Rangers that Scottish football isn't quite ready for the way in which clever teams keep the ball and move you about the 
park and then counterattack, hit you when you're when you're dragged out of position. I think Valencia are quite like that. They're they're outright four four two. Uh, I think once in his entire life, Marcelino's played three five two. I'm not sure that it worked. It, it's also the case that um, Celtic are going to find that the with Valencia probably the ball just doesn't disappear out of your sight for 20 minutes once you lose it. It's evidently the case that Valencia will put more um, oomph into this tie because if they're not going to get European football next season, it's absolutely vital for them to earn as much as possible this term because the debt is so high. The ones I've mentioned that I, I really love watching um, are... Carlos Soler, um, who should be playing 10, but there's no 10 role in a 4 4 2, um, or in, the, in Marcelino's version of a 4 4 2. Um, but he's a fabulous footballer, he, he should be on the right. Ferran Torres might be in a team, might be a substitute, but he was one of the Spain World Cup finalists who lost to England. Um, again, really gifted, and another, potentially another 10, slightly younger than Carlos Soler, but balanced, technically clever. And, and, and emerging. And the other one should be known to you, I think, in that Danny Parejo can be frustrating and odd. He's prone to getting himself sent off and booked. But boy, can he play. His passing, his shooting, his awareness of two, three passes ahead and doing things to create situations that will benefit his ability to pass the ball well. His free kick taking, all are of a high level and no matter that you want, I suppose, I'm guessing, Valencia to be eliminated, so long as he's fit, you're going to enjoy watching him. That's it for part one of this month's Q&A. We're back with more of your questions in a couple of days. Thank you for joining us for season 2018-19. We've got huge creative plans for the months ahead, but we do need your help to make them happen. Please go right now to patreon.com forward slash Graham Hunter and become a social, become a paying member and get an extra big interview every month plus loads of bonus content. Last season, socios listened to nine exclusive big interviews including Rafa van der Vaart, Troy Deeney, Roberto Di Matteo and loads of me talking about football. The Premier League, the Champions League, Spanish football. I'm sure they enjoyed it and you will too. Support us, join us. Thank you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.